No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. It doesn't matter what you think. The Wrestling Round presents Break It Down with Brian H. Are y'all ready? We keep it 100 here. Here we go. It's 2021. It's the first content of the wrestling realm for this year. Anniversary year. 2011. It all began. 2021. It shall continue. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode of Keep Break It Down with Brian H. Keeping It 100. I am your host, Brian H. Waters. This is exclusive to the podcast, meaning this where all this is the only place you can find it. Today, I'm going to tackle a subject that may surprise people. People who know me for a very long time may be surprised that I'm actually going to talk about this because this person. If you didn't look at the graphic, which I'm pretty sure you did because you clicked it. So, yes, Hulk Hogan, folks. Hulk Hogan is somebody who was my superhero growing up. I didn't read comic books at all. I didn't watch many cartoons. Wrestling was my childhood thing. You know, I looked at Power Rangers and a couple other shows. But professional wrestling was the thing that I had attached myself to. And my favorite wrestler was the immortal Hulk Hogan. Now, in the 90s, it was Hogan, Warrior. Or I should say your early 90s, Hogan, Warrior, Savage, like most people or some people. And then afterwards, it would become Bret Hart. And it's a shame that two of my favorite wrestlers don't get along. But it is what it is. And a few years ago. Hulk Hogan made some comments. He made some comments about black people. And if you didn't take a clear look at the graphic, if you only saw Hulk Hogan and you missed my picture there, you could tell I'm a black man. Well, Hogan, it was some audio that had leaked where he said the N-word. And I'm not going to play that audio. I have enough audio that I'm playing today. But... It was revealed that he said the N-word. He basically said, you know, he was upset with his daughter for dating a black guy who was a rapper. And basically said that if she was going to date a nigger, he would rather her date a seven-foot nigger. Who was a basketball nigger. I'm like, oh. Now, the reason why I am talking about this is because Hulk Hogan recently did an interview. And he said younger wrestlers are cold to him. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, Hogan, are you really surprised? You know why their younger wrestlers are cold to you. Let's be real. When this came out, folks, I was called all types of names because when this information had presented itself to the public, I didn't get upset. I didn't cancel Hulk Hogan. A lot of people did, but I didn't. Here's the thing. I read Hulk Hogan's book, and I brought this up on plenty of shows before. I'm going to bring it up again. I read his book, 
my life outside the ring back in about 2012 2013 and as i was reading the book i learned that this man was really unhappy and i'm like sheesh you think of somebody who's a millionaire walking around saying say your prayers eat your vitamins and then this happens then i also watched the a and e special i believe and during that time he discussed verbally how he was unhappy even when he was on top he was unhappy so i'm sitting there and when this comes out I, I was like, okay, well, when was this said? And he said, like, oh, five, oh, six, whatever. Put times together. Oh, wow. Yeah, this was around that time. I learned, I later learned that Hulk Hogan, like I did at the age of 12, he gave his life to Christ. And I said, wow, okay. And... I thought that was incredible. Really did. I thought that was incredible. So when this revealed itself, and I I learned that he gave himself to Christ, I thought about a guy that everybody, most people regard as the greatest of all time. Some people don't. I, ah, he's great. I ain't going to lie. I mean, I was a Bret Hart fan. But uh, Shawn Michaels. When Shawn Michaels gave his life to Christ. You saw a different HBK. Completely different. You go back, even if you're not a Bible believing Christian, just look at his appearance and look at his demeanor in his second run from 2002 to 2010 versus the earlier run from like 92 to 98. You see a totally different Shawn Michaels. And I saw that a lot of people will embrace that HBK. But when they look at Hogan, you know, they just completely discard him. Now, I understand wrestling fans have changed. All of a sudden, as we get older, you have these, you have a couple types of wrestling fans. I was in Clubhouse, and you have these type of wrestling fans. Ones who all care about work rate and five-star matches... Then you have people who want to see stuff back the way it was in the territories. It's very rare you find the people who actually, less my age, who enjoy for what it is, the sports entertainment. So I couldn't cancel Hulk Hogan, folks. I didn't. Got a lot of backlash for it. But, man, I know somebody's going to say Shawn Michaels didn't use the N-word. How do we know? It wasn't on camera. But Deshaun Michaels that was pre-saved was always, you know, people talked about how bad of a person he was. Hell, The Undertaker was ready at WrestleMania 14 to go out there and knock him out if the belt didn't change hands. You also look at a guy like the Nature Boy Ric Flair. Now, I've heard stories where mm, he's used the word. And you look at the four horsemen and you think about those guys and the way they were. You hear about some of the other promoters and people back in the day, the 70s and the 80s and the early 90s. 
and you think, hmm, maybe they might have had a set of N word or two. Like I said, I've heard that Ric Flair and Arn Anderson kept their KKK cards in their back pocket. Don't know how true it is. Let me just say that. But that's what I heard from a black. Heard the words came from a black wrestler or manager or referee. Um, but when you hear about that, it was never proven. Now, Hulk Hogan, who has no great self-awareness, because if you remember, after this all came out, he was on Twitter trying to retweet every black supporter. Um, but after that, you know, he has no self-awareness because he's wondering why wrestlers are cold to him. And I think in the business, Hulk Hogan weared out his welcome. Here's what I mean. When you think of impact wrestling, you think about before when it was TNA, total nonstop action. There was this new product. It was great. They had six-sided rings, the whole nine. All of a sudden, Hulk Hogan comes in. Him and Eric Bischoff changes things. Now people are looking at it like, well, why does it look like a fake WCW? And then all of a sudden, you see more Hogan Hall, Nash, or everybody who was in WCW running, doing things in politics, coming over to Impact Wrestling. You start to see less of the Samoa Joes, the AJ Styles, the Christopher Daniels, all the people people are growing to like, the Chris Sabins. So that's one thing. That's what I mean, wore out his welcome. You know, even with Ric Flair, Ric Flair still regarded, people still love Flair, and one, because people love work rate, even though he went over there. But you didn't hear about Flair politicking too much. Why? Because we didn't know if he was in power. We knew Hogan was in power over there. And because we knew that, it made it easier to dislike him and blame him. Hell, Tony Khan has even said he's borrowed from the company. And I wonder why. I think Tony Khan's a pawn. I'm not a big fan of him at all, but that's just that's another story for another day. But, you know, I've been criticized for my, um, you know, my fandom of Hogan. You know, I sit here and the, as Dwayne calls it, the real Dwayne Allen, my co-host calls the Waters Estate, you know, I have about four Hulk Hogan Funko Pops, a poster from a doctor. I mean, no, uh, um, uh, a picture, a signed autograph photo from one of the doctors at Johns Hopkins that was given to him, but he wasn't a wrestling fan, so he gave it to me. And, um, you know, a piece of history from the night he was at WrestleMania, I mean, at Raw leading into WrestleMania 30, his Raw return. And... You know, so there's no doubt I'm a fan, not ashamed of it, but I'm sitting here and I'm wide listening to this and I'm like, I'm reading this. I should say, I'm like, Hogan, you don't know why? Like, bro, come on now. You you don't know why. I want to take you guys to an interview he did a few years ago, right after this, it all went crazy. Take you to this interview he did. Are you a racist? No, I'm not. I'm not a racist. I never should have said what I said. It was wrong. I'm embarrassed by it. But a lot of people need to realize that you inherit things from your environment. And where I grew up was South Tampa, Port Tampa. And it was a really rough neighborhood, very low income. 
and all my friends, we greeted each other saying that word. We teased each other with that word. The word was just thrown around like it was nothing. Is it fair to say that you inherited a racial bias? I would say that is very fair, but you can break the cycle. So, holes in the interview. He mentioned that he grew up in the area and it was the word was tossed around, right? He, he's not a racist, but the word was tossed around, yada, yada, yada. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, I understand. Now, when the lady said, is it fair to say you have any racial biases or you was born with them? He just discredited himself because you went from saying that you used it to now you have racial biases. To me, if you grew up in a low income poverty area and all of a sudden, you know, you, you let's just say for what it is, you was the white person with an N pass, an N word pass. Even though I know some people don't agree with it, some people don't. That's y'all thing. I'm not, I don't hand them out. But I know when I was in high school here in Baltimore, Maryland, there were some people that my friends let get away with the word. And, you know, if you're in the minority, you might not say nothing. Uh, you looked and some of these guys was, I mean, be honest with you, fresher than me. I didn't, you know, I wasn't always the best dressed, but these people, they grew up in those areas. And you could even see when you met their family, they was, it was like, that was their environment. So, and guess what? For those men and women, usually when they dated, they dated black people because that's what they was used to seeing. But all of a sudden Hulk Hogan, who said like he grew up around these people. Oh, but no, I don't want my daughter dating one. That's what I'm like, bro, you come on, brother. <laughs> but, and, and you know, so I'm like, you, you saying this stuff, you knew this was going to make the headlines. I mean, it made me decide to record on January 4th and I wasn't planning on recording for a couple weeks, but I was like, you know, I got to keep it 100 about this. Hogan, you still my guy, but nah, you wrong there, bro. I understand a lot of people who don't like him, you know, and I'm, I'm never going to be the one to say, oh, you should forgive him and this, this, that, and the other. Now I'm going to give a shout out to one podcast, the Black Wrestling Podcast. Why? Because when they give you an X, they give you an X and they are equal opportunity Xers. Jim Cornette, I believe he got the X and they'll correct me if I'm wrong. I know Roddy Piper got the X. And most of the time when those people get the X, they don't come back. Now, these are names that you don't hear other black people getting upset about or they let them come back. But every time and I even think Chris Jericho may have gotten it. Or he was close. And Jericho is more about his political views, you know, all lives matter crap. Now, most of the time, you know, when they get that X, they don't come back, but they don't just like, okay, we're going to forget this. Like Chris Jericho, black people still back to rooting for him, singing a song, you know. Now, shout out to my sis, Britt Waters. She said it like, nah, I'm going to pour out a little bit of bubbly. You know, because what, what you did and the support, it's not right. But it, it, and she made it understand. Like, she's like, look, this is, where I, this is where I feel about you right now. All right. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, every time I get on Twitter, every time Hulk Hogan makes an appearance, 
People get online, oh, here he come, here go this racist, this, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, okay, we get it. Like, y'all acting like Hogan is the only racist in wrestling. Y'all y'all could still, you know, Jim Cornette was caught on tapes and N-word. He was, all, like, you know, and then he was also said on a broadcast that this guy running through is like running through an African safari with fried chicken. But people will forget that. I understand Hogan's a bigger star. You know, and I've always said, I can't wait for the day <laughs> that some audio leaks out with Ric Flair. Maybe it won't. I'm not going to say, all right, maybe, you know, no, I'm going to say that. Because I believe he's probably said it, and I believe he's probably acted that way. So I can't wait for that day just to see how people react. You know, this guy and all in the videos, they got Ric Flair drip songs, all that, you know. Um. So what's going to happen? You know, and I remember when this all happened with Hogan, the Pope, he wrote a long dissertation about how great Hulk Hogan was towards him and how he supported him and how he listened. And that's the stuff I be talking about. You know, people want to call him a racist, but you got to understand if he was really a racist, he wouldn't help people who are on like the lower totem pole, right? Now, it'd be one thing if, you know, he's hanging out with The Rock. That's because, okay, The Rock is on the same level as him. He's in that elite group, right? Like, Donald Trump, to me, is not going to help the lower black man. But he's going to, you know, the the black people who, like, if Jay-Z was like, you know, like Lil Wayne, he's going to be like, oh, for him. You know what I mean? Because, okay, he's in the same class level. I don't see racist people trying to help the lower class. Now, I know some people, black people, don't think Donald Trump's a racist. They think he's just feel like he's better than people. He only want the people in his class, hence the Lil Wayne's and all the other people. That's their opinion. I, I, you know, um, but I'm, I'm like with Hogan, and, and and there's been a lot of opportunities where he could have done himself better. You know, if you look at WrestleMania 35, he could have put Kofi over stronger. Or at all, you know, can go out there, brother, good luck. Sure, would have been some backlash. Yeah, I'm not saying put that on broadcast TV. But you go out there, you could have went out, you know, you could have been genuine. There's been plenty of opportunities this summer. Because I was looking at his page. (laughs) I was looking at his page. I said, all right, Hogan, so are you going to say Black Lives Matter? Not one post. Maybe I missed it. But I was looking. I ain't see one. You know, and that's what the stuff he, you know, he don't want to be labeled as a racist. Okay, well, let's look at this here. Like, you know, I know before all this stuff came about, you know, he had black fans on his page. You know, he found pictures on the internet. Whoever's running his Facebook page, like Hulkamaniacs around the world, because my picture was on there. And I was like, oh, snap, I'm on Hulk Hogan's page um, with one of my well, a Hogan shirt I used to have. And I'm, I was like, okay, that's, that's pretty cool. But. What he has to understand, Hogan, you know why people don't like you, brother. And it's because of what you said. And nobody's really buying the full-fledged apology. You don't see Hulk Hogan in the back interacting with the black wrestlers. You don't see him interacting with black legends too much. 
every now and again you know but it's most mostly those you know you don't see and like i said this is on camera because like i said pope said he's been he was a tremendous help so what's gonna what the what's gonna happen that's what i want to know what's gonna happen moving forward I think hulk hogan needs to take a look in the mirror he's a legend um there's no wrestling without him wrestling what it is that's the crazy part because wrestling what it is today is not this way without hulk hogan you needed the pair of hogan and vince i don't care what anybody says that's why he is to me the goat you know he you needed that pair sure you could have had hogan and um i mean sure you could have had like vince mcmahon and Andre the Giant, but no, it wouldn't have taken the same effect when you really read to see what Hogan did getting up every day Going to this town going to that town this tape and that tape and promo after promo It was a, it's a special person built and then he looked like a million bucks He looked like a superhero like I said he for me my superhero because I didn't watch Comics I didn't read comics. I didn't watch cartoons. So it was Hulk Hogan and people might want to say Macho Man. Can we have an honest conversation about Macho Man Randy Savage for a change? As good as Macho Man was, why did Vince put the belt back on Hogan? Or, or if we want to have another honest conversation about Macho Man, weren't y'all hating on him when he was in Impact Wrestling? Like, I'd be sitting there listening to everybody talk about how much Macho Man was their favorite, all this other stuff. And I'm like, y'all are putting this man in high regard because he's dead. And he was one of my favorites. But I remember when Macho Man was out in 99, 2000, and people was like, man, why is he looking like that? He all jacked up on steroids. Look at him in Spider-Man. Why is he on Impact Wrestling? What is he doing? I remember that. I remember all that. It's sad that we didn't see him make amends with the WWE and come back. That was sad. You know, but I remember all of that. So people want to talk about Macho Man. You know, we don't know of him and Hogan. You know, Hogan said they squashed it. We, we hope he ain't lying. We saw him squash it with the Warrior. But the warrior's another one people called him crazy they said all the stuff he he was doing the internet stuff for hogan people were saying all kinds of crazy stuff you know and I, unfortunately i think when hogan does pass away you won't see that type of uh you won't see his legend revered because there are so many people that that can't stand him and i think as much as i hate to say it because i would love this to go to an, a, an arena and hear the music and see Hulk Hogan come out. But I just don't think that's ever going to happen. But, um, you know, shout out to him, longevity. I just really hope, you know, he can find peace. And, uh, you know, I would love for the fans to find peace. But, you know, I understand fans was hurt, you know, for so many people, you know. But I'm, I'm not one to hate on Hulk Hogan forever, you know. After all, folks. Vince McMahon said, what's up, my nigga, on TV? You know, you was labeled as a racist, okay? Um, and, and the thing is, and I just want to put it out there. Um, I, I think if I think if you were uh, if you were a racist, um, that was a moment, that was an opportunity that a racist would have taken advantage of and say, man, I'm going to get this ninja fired. I'm uh, He's going to work for me. You know what I mean? That's what uh, I think a racist would have done. And, 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 and then as well as... 
me, I, I've been black um, for, for now 54 years, and I've been in a lot of uh, racial situations. Um, and, and I kind of like, you know, kind of like know the lay of the land. Um, you, can, you can tell a racist by the people that he hang out with, his friends. Um, that, that's how you tell a, a racist. Or you can tell a racist by the way a, 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 a racist kids act. That's how you can tell a racist. You know, imme- yeah. you know immediately. Um, how did you feel after your situation, um, you know, say, making a racist comment and, and then being laced, labeled a racist? How did you feel about that? Um, because people make, make and I say that because me people make comments all the time. It doesn't make them, you know, it doesn't make them that. You're saying words are one thing, actions are another. Exactly. Well, I mean, and, and that's what a lot of people don't understand is people can say a word or or make a mistake, and that that doesn't mean that's who they are. You know, the yeah. people that keep bringing it up and keep pushing it forward, those are the people I worry about. But for me, it was a, really a delayed reaction. I mean, that's kind of like why I asked you. Um, I had said, used the word, and it was now it's going on almost 13 years ago. What's the date now? 19, almost 20? Yeah. 19. Yeah. Now, I don't even know what year it is anymore. <laughs> so it, it was said in 2006. And uh, I was made aware of it probably, let's see, when did the darn Docker trial start? I was made aware of it probably. I, I don't know time very well, so I'm probably saying about whew, five years ago. Yeah. I don't think longer than that. Yeah. Six years, maybe five years. So it was set in 2006, and then I was made aware of it about five years ago. And to tell you the truth, I don't remember that conversation, but that definitely was me, you know, and I definitely said it. And, I mean, total idiot, you know, totally out of control, bad situation. There's a million excuses for it, but it was me. I said it, and I, I tried to be accountable for it. But the thing is, the people that know me, and it's, it's it's really cool that you would say just because somebody says a word doesn't that doesn't define them or doesn't mean who they are, because um, the people that know me, the first person that called me when the publicity came out was my minister, Michael Beckless. You know, he, he runs the Agape Church there in Culver City. He he came to my house and married me and Jennifer, and he's one of my good friends, and he's he's Afro-American, you know. So first thing that happened was my minister called me. He goes, Terry, have I heard uh, we've got some problems? <laughs> I explained, explained to Michael what happened. And he goes, you know, first off, God forgives you. 